0: Hello and happy spring. Um, Welcome to 22, a podcast surrounding your birth into adulthood and all of the life experiences and responsibilities that come with it. I am your host, Maya, and today's episode was sponsored a little differently than how I normally hold these. Um, I've been really out and, and open and kind of transparent with the things that I had been feeling, and and I had been cultivating these ideas and topics week after week based on what I personally was struggling with during the transition from adolescence to your 20s. But this week, I wanted to take a different approach. So just like I find out all of my other information, I took to social media and asked some of my friends and followers for inspiration on this week's topic. So The question posed being, what do you hate most about being an adult? Um, I got way more responses than I had expected. I've never received that many responses on an Instagram question or poll, so um, I really appreciate the engagement. Um, But these responses ranged everywhere from cooking to car maintenance to never-ending laundry and jobs and just really everything that kind of encapsulates the new transition to adulthood. Now, however, there was an overwhelming number of responses that talked about bills and finances. And when I say that, like an overwhelming number, I'm not exaggerating. It was over like three-fourths of the responses that I had received uh, on what people hated the most about adulting. So I'm not sure if it was just because that, you know, tax season has just ended and it makes it really clear and and gives a solid understanding to people on how money is utilized. And and given that it's kind of fresh on everyone's minds um, following tax season, whether, you know, you received like a sweet refund or or, or paying the government cash out of your pocket, um, I do think it's it's at the forefront of everybody's minds right now. And so um, on top of that, something that I also kind of wanted to hint at and talk about is inflation. Which is wild and the way that I know that we're kind of going through a recession right now but the way that things have even changed drastically from a pricing standpoint since I graduated is just it's just kind of crazy it didn't really fully resonate with me until I was out on my own and the way that my my parents and my grandparents talk about money and how they were able to buy a home at a young age and the way that those homes appreciated quickly over time is it's just not something that's accessible to everyone in this day and age and therefore unless you have some sort of generational wealth that was preconceived it's extremely hard to make a living for yourself as an early in career individual with rent and a car payment and student loans and literally everything else that everything that I'm Speaking about is also not an exaggeration. I um, just want to clarify that. It it really doesn't help that literally everything costs money. And it's something that makes you rethink every single purchase or like, oh, do I like really want to go out tonight? Like, I know it's going to cost me like 30, 40 bucks. like Uber is expensive. And just even like hanging out with your friends is expensive. Do I really need this certain ingredient for like a recipe that I use? Is it really worth it or... Is my side pain actually concerning before? And then I, I usually just pass it off as like cramps or something. But just like it's it's wild to think about how literally everything costs money. Healthcare is expensive. Insurance is expensive. And so when you think about it, money is really at the root of everything. And personally, it flies out of my bank account at a ridiculous rate. And... This is not only just because I love to shop. This is just regular bills and and like life maintenance, gas, groceries, things like that. I wish more people talked about finances and explained things to 20-somethings and even teenagers and expanded upon things like stock, things like 401ks, saving, insurance, and all of the monetary things before we committed to having them and are expected to understand them. I came into my my first big girl job and I'm not even going to lie. I, I still don't really understand insurance, but I definitely didn't understand it then. I, I didn't get the what's the point of a deductible? Like, why am I having to uh, pay extra because I'm healthy? Like, there were all of these questions that I, I had never really asked my parents or, or another trusted adult that were coming out. Now that I was on my own and I was paying my own bills and I was making my own decisions on, oh my gosh, do I really need to go to the doctor right now or like can I go get something from like the CVS? So um, just wanted to kind of point out that and how if you don't have a solid relationship with your parents talking about money or you don't take some sort of, you know, personal finance course or have a financial advisor, which by the way, are all luxuries. Not everyone is afforded. So unfortunately, um, a lot of us are, don't have a solid understanding of money. And I think that's why wealth and the rich stay the way they are. It's because it's it's almost like a privilege to understand. Um, so unfortunately, I am your resource guy today um, to talk about things that work for me and things that may work for you. Now, I want to preface this by saying... I am not by any means any sort of financial advisor. I do not work in finance. I'm not certified to speak about money in depth, but I have found resources that help explain to my little tiny 23 year old brain, how to find my personal best options, how to budget realistically. And I'm not talking about like eating on like an almond diet and also understanding exactly where your money is going and, and, that that last point is going to be key today so the very first of my recommendations is making a budget and this is something that um, i've really tried to take seriously seriously excuse me this year it doesn't have to be a hardcore crisp budget but just something for you to kind of start out and get a better understanding of how much you spend in the certain areas of your life and how much you're spending on a regular basis I've personally done this since graduating college through a, a simple Excel, you know, that my dad actually created for me, tracking my basic bills, things like mortgage, car payments, et cetera. And then also taking a look at my current balance in all of my bank accounts. So this takes into account any potential credit card spend, um, any any money that I may have received outside of my everyday income or just regular things that I need to be paying off on a month-to-month basis or even on a bi-weekly basis. Now, I want you to keep in mind, personally, I do this monthly. So you can do it bi-weekly, you can do it weekly, whatever the cadence you get paid or, or that works best for you. Um, I definitely think it's, it's not a one-size-fits-all situation to so make sure that you're taking a look at how often you're getting paid, and when you want to see those results coming out um, and, and, and make the decision that way. Looking at all of this in one place really starts to put into perspective how much money you really have to work with, especially once you start to subtract out those monthly bills. So after you are able to kind of Then move on and divvy up the rest of your money for things like groceries, gas, entertainment, literally every single thing that you plan to do or have or experience for the remainder of that month. I utilize my budget roughly, meaning that I'm not too strict if I go over because I know that in some areas I will go under. But if your lifestyle needs a more committed budget, then just do it. Stick to it and make it fun for yourself. I have seen plenty of reward systems that people put in place for themselves and and almost like allow themselves little luxuries ha ha ha, by staying within their budget. I've also seen things like Google Sheets templates that allow you to see visually what's going on whether it's a color-coded budget or the one that i'm thinking of right now is the little plant that grows and it's just really cute to watch and see how much you're spending in a visual aspect as well if all of this everything that i'm going over sounds like too much or you're not you know microsoft certified or savvy many financial institutions or banks have a budget feature or a tool that allows you to track your spending, set goals, and overall just best manage your money. They are usually user-friendly and once again help aid you in making the best decisions for yourself with your money. Now that we have kind of talked about budgeting and got that one out of the way, I want to rewind and talk about what happens before you get that weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly paycheck. My dad always tells me that I should be saving 50% of my money. And while that always seemed like a lot to me, he was right. And it really does build up quicker than you think when you never even get to see it. So this is just my personal experience. But with my company's benefit plan, I select like my health insurance and then you're allowed to like decide how much percentage you want to put into things like 401k. I personally maxed out my 401k as well as my stock. Since my company matches them, it was the best financial decision for me to make long-term that already puts me about 25 to 30% of my goal of my savings for my income into a long-term investment. Apart from that, I put an additional 10% into a short-term saving account and then another 10% into a long-term savings account. And it's set up this way with our finance department. So it's not something that I'm manually doing or putting into my little budgeting Excel template. This is something that it is ingrained into my finance department that when a paycheck comes, I do not see 50% of my money at all. I just do not see it. And that's the best thing for me. And so it it prevents me from being tempted to spend it. And it also allows for those accounts to build in the case of an emergency or in the case that I want to, you know, go on a trip or I want to do something that's going to cost a little bit more money and is not within my regular monthly budget. I have money set aside or allotted for things like that. And that's what those savings accounts are for. I didn't believe this really worked until I did it. And I'm, I'm still shocked at how it adds up and just like how not being able to see it. And like, it's not like I can't access it. Like if I was in an emergency situation, like I can see it. I can still see it on my bank statements, but I just know okay, I do not touch these accounts. It automatically sends money directly into them. And so it's like, I don't even have to do it. It makes my life so much easier. Um, so kind of moral of the story, half of your paycheck or income needs to go into some sort of savings and or investment plan to set you up long-term. Now that we are saving money and starting to make some smart financial decisions, let's talk about credit card debt. And... Luckily for me, my parents raised me to be someone who is, frankly a- afraid of credit cards. And I know that's not, it's not necessarily the way to be, but it's, I think it's better than the opposite. So I know that uh, certain decisions can kind of tank your credit. And I also have a solid understanding of how hard it can be to build that credit back up. On the other hand, I have friends and I know people that use their credit cards for literally everything, especially... Some of the cards that have really great point systems and and give you perks for using them and then just and then just paying them off, you know, month by month. Regardless of how you use a credit card, you just always need to educate yourself first. Read and do extensive research before just opening a credit card or a line of credit willy nilly. Ensure you pay it off every month. At a minimum, make sure you're you getting that minimum balance, if not all of it paid off. I've made it a habit for myself that every single time I use my credit card, I pay it off in the same month before it even goes to the next month. Having low debt or being debt free is really a luxury you are afforded until you aren't anymore. So if you take anything at all away from today's episode, be smart with your credit. The last thing I kind of want to touch on is if you are not at a point where any of this makes sense, if you are fresh out of school and you have student loans or, or, or your job does not award employees benefit programs at, at this point, figure out just what ber- works best for you. One of the quotes that I've learned to live by is if you don't have a clear goal in life, you're going to end up working with, for someone who does. Define your own path. Generate your own wealth and make the right decisions for you, and only you. The worst thing that you can do is put yourself in a bad financial position when you have the resources available to help you succeed. Because everyone wants, and honestly deserves, to grow their own wealth. I also want to recommend some other resources on money, bills, credit, and wealth, since, like I said earlier, I am not a qualified individual to speak on finances. I am just a girl who's learning the ins and outs just like you are. And these things are listed in the following. So first and foremost, I started listening to Gary Fee, which is um, one of the the financial motivational type speakers that talks about finances and things. And that was that was kind of my start to a financial journey. And this was back in high school, maybe college. It was a, it was a while back. And there are other financial speakers out there who you can watch videos of from the comfort of your home and and kind of learn that way look up some budgeting templates on google and and kind of make it fun for yourself i know that there's this girl on TikTok. i think her username is tulip road she makes some really cute templates like they're colorful and and they're fun to look at they've got pie graphs and and circle charts and everything and Lastly, if your job or your bank offers financial advisors, utilize them. Ask them to help you make some smart financial decisions and get one step closer to reaching your girl boss goals. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of 22. I have missed this. I know it's been a minute, um, but but we're back and we're going to make sure that we're Um, talking some more about our 20s, just know that sometimes it can be hard and sometimes life gets busy and we just got to postpone the tape for about a week or two. So if you liked this week's episode, please give me a rating or review and come back soon for episode eight of 22. Have a good weekend.